Good morning for Wednesday, March 4, 2015. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. From Washington, Netanyahu warns U.S. of bad deal. House approves security budget without strings. And record requests thwarted by private email. In today's national news, a report says Ferguson police violate the rights of blacks. No rescue is planned if court guts health care law and drugs with hormone to label heart risks. In today's financial headlines, NBC News is said to woo ex-chief to return. In a shift, equity firms are lending to landlords. And ASCAP had a billion dollars in revenue last year, up 4%. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Thomas Friedman. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written by Peter Baker. Netanyahu warns U.S. of bad deal. With dark warnings and a call to action, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu of Israel used one of the world's most prominent venues on Tuesday to denounce what he called a bad deal being negotiated with Iran and mount an audacious challenge to President Obama. Netanyahu took the rostrum in the chamber of the House of Representatives to tell a joint meeting of Congress that instead of stopping Iran from obtaining nuclear weapons, Obama's diplomatic initiative would all but guarantee that it does, in turn setting off a regional arms race. This deal won't be a farewell to arms, Netanyahu told the lawmakers, who responded with a succession of standing ovations. It would be a farewell to arms control, and the Middle East would soon be crisscrossed by nuclear tripwires. A region where small skirmishes can trigger big wars would turn into a nuclear tinderbox. Such dire predictions could make it much harder for Obama to sell an agreement to a Republican-led Congress even if his negotiators reach one in Geneva. Obama quickly tried to counter the Prime Minister by dismissing the speech as theater and nothing new. Netanyahu, the president told reporters, had no better ideas than the status quo, or, in theory, military strikes against Iranian facilities. The prime minister didn't offer any viable alternatives, Obama said. The alternative that the prime minister offers is no deal, in which case Iran will immediately begin once again pursuing its nuclear program, accelerate its nuclear program without us having any insight into what they're doing and without constraint. Netanyahu's address drove a wedge between Democrats and Republicans. While he was greeted with enthusiasm, especially by Republicans, more than 50 Democrats skipped the event. Representative Nancy Pelosi, the party's House leader, called his speech an insult to the United States. Longtime congressional veterans could recall few, if any, precedents for such a confrontation by a foreign leader on Capitol Hill or for such a partisan response. Most foreign dignitaries invited to speak to Congress are celebrated figures like Nelson Mandela or leaders of American allies delivering unifying messages.